0: and welcome to another episode of Inspired by Yarra. This is a podcast created to enhance, connect and inspire the Yarra Valley Grammar community and beyond. So wherever you're listening from today, I want to thank you for tuning in. My name is Paul Joy and I'm delighted to present another conversation with a Yarra Old Grammarian, a yog. And today I sit down with Doug Witchie from the class of 1983. This is actually the second time we've recorded an interview with Doug because we had some audio challenges the first time because Doug is actually ringing in, dialing in from Singapore. He's working over there currently away from his family working, uh, posted over there for about three years and he's, he's kind of a third of the way through. He is an adventurer, he's a father, he's somebody who really gets the most out of life. And uh, he's got some interesting twists and turns which we're going to explore here together now thanks for tuning in I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation part of the purpose of this podcast is to keep our school community connected and you can do that by tuning into the Yarra Valley Grammar website and there's a whole section in there underneath the, the the heading of community where you can find other episode of the Inspired by Yarra podcast and some show notes there and some additional details along the way. But for now, let me introduce you to Doug Witchie from the class of 1983. Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Yarra. And today I'm delighted to sit down with Yarra Old Grammarian, Doug Witchie from the class of 1983. Doug, welcome and thanks for joining us.
1: pleasure to be here thanks for having me
0: now doug in fact even though it sounds like we are in the same room together um, we're actually not and when you say it's good to be here can you actually tell me where you are
1: in the world okay well i'm sitting in an office in napier road in singapore at the moment uh overlooking the us embassy but uh, i currently work at the interpol office in singapore
0: That's a a, a fair distance from the humble beginnings back here at Yarra Valley Grammar. And what I'd like to do is, if you can uh, take us on the journey, if you like, we're going to begin back at Yarra, and eventually we're going to uh, head all the way over to your current day. But I wonder whether you can take us back to your early beginnings of Yarra. Can you remember what year it was and what year you came into Yarra at? It was
1: 1978, and I came in at... uh Year seven in the junior school at Yarra Valley.
0: And were you wearing shorts at the time?
1: Uh, I think we were wearing shorts back then, although we didn't have caps. I think they'd, uh, they'd died a natural death uh, a few years earlier than our arrival. But uh, yes, shorts and, uh, and the old grey shirt.
0: Yes, yeah, so well, not a lot has changed, although you're right, we don't have the cap. And, and that's probably not a big loss, to be honest.
1: Well, made me feel like a boy scout when when I wore the cap at scouts uh, or the Cubs, yeah. I should say.
0: And uh, and what what do you recall of those? Look, to be fair, it's a long time ago. But uh, were you part of a big cohort at year seven? where there? Did you know everybody, or was it a bit starry eyed? You didn't really know anybody when you first arrived.
1: Well, I knew no one. I um, I caught the bus to school for the first time and. Um, you know, and there was uh, obviously a quite a big contingent at Yarra Valley that uh, had gone through the uh, junior school together, and so they were quite networked and knew each other, and I was sort of a, a new kid on the block.
0: So, so hang on a minute, on the, your very first day at a brand new school at Yarra Valley Grammar, entering Year 7, you came on the bus on your own?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. My mum dropped me off on the bus, and uh, off to school I went, so uh, here I, uh, I got there okay, obviously, and survived the the ordeal
0: it's uh we, we i'm not going to ne- necessarily name names but we have um, interviewed recently somebody uh, a Yarra Old grammarian who um, lived less than 500 meters from the school and right through to the end of their schooling was still driven to school by their uh, by their parents so for your parents to throw you on a bus uh, and then for you to make your way from year seven right from the get-go um, I guess that's thrown you in the deep end.
1: Oh, well, I think um, I think we were um, thrown in the deep end a lot. I used to commute into town from where I used to live. And, and look, uh, it was a fair commute for myself. I lived in Doncaster, so I caught the bus from Doncaster Shopping Town. So, you know, if I missed the bus, it created no end of heartache for my parents.
0: Yes. And uh, and I, I wonder what, what your early memories are of school back then. You know, think about the ovals, where they... Boggy and muddy. Think about the buildings where they, um, you know, the latest in technology. What, what, what are your recollections of those days?
1: Oh, look, it's uh, it was a, a school. It was uh, quite comfortable to learn in. It uh, a good group of people, uh, both students and teachers. I found it uh, quite enjoyable. You know, great, lots of opportunity and uh, lots of uh, experiences.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about the the social group? Who were the people that you used to hang out with and and whether or not you can identify, have has that had an impact on who you are today?
1: Oh, look, I think um, I was a bit of a floater. Uh, you know, I didn't probably find uh, a true niche or click uh, within the school. I sort of uh, mixed. I liked to have a go at pretty much everything. So uh, during my time at Yarra Valley, I, was, I played a bit of sport. I was... I was keen on computers back then, which was uh, quite early days as opposed to now. Uh, you know, I sort of uh, tried to keep my head down and do some study. Um, so I sort of mixed and mingled as needed. I found, um, you know, it was quite a, uh, quite a comfortable environment to sort of uh, share experiences and, and uh, learn with different people. So it was uh, quite fun.
0: And, and people quite rightly talk about the the variety of options and opportunities that are available at a school such as Yarra Valley Grammar. And were you the sort of person who took advantage of those? Did you sort of say yes to everything and have a go at most things?
1: Oh, I tried to have a go. I wasn't always very good at it. Uh, and I think people, if they uh, look back at my tricking career, would have thought I, thought I was a bit of a dud. And, and looking back, I was. Uh, but, uh, you know, it didn't. Stopped me from having a go and i did enjoy the uh, the musicals and the drama and the theater as well as uh, obviously some of the uh, external activities that we used to do um i think ping pong a thong in year eight um you know and a couple of other those fundraising types activities uh, involved in uh, collecting papers on the on, on the on the saturday as part of a a, a, a you know a fundraising activity that was uh, coordinated by the then deputy uh, uh, headmaster uh, so it was, um, you know, lots of activities, lots of opportunities and, you know, and some good friends.
0: I, I, I'm delighted to hear that that not only those opportunities were there but also that you, you grabbed hold of them and you, and you just said yes, you know, you got stuck into it. I wonder if I can just pick up on some of those volunteering type uh, experiences that you had. Has that influenced your, um, I guess, involvement in that sort of uh, donation charity organisation today, are you still involved in that sort of aspect? Where, I mean, you might be in a paid capacity or um, or still in a voluntary role.
1: Well, I think um, I've, I've maintained uh, voluntary work um, right throughout my time, and it started in Yarra Valley um, when I um, when I joined the State Emergency Services at a local unit in Doncaster and Templestowe. But since then. I did 10 years the state emergency. I was a Surf Lifesaver as well, so I was a voluntary Surf Lifesaver. Now I'm a member of the Rural Fire Service in New South Wales, where we live uh, in Australia, and um, and I sort of do some work um, at quite a number of um, um, boards and committees that I'm on as a voluntary basis. So we run a number of programs around uh, disabled sailing, um, um, sailing programs for disadvantaged, and I'm mentoring um, an underprivileged group here in Singapore too. So I, I keep my, uh, my, my options open, I guess. So I also have a passion of trying to get plastic out of the ocean. So weekends in Singapore involve me going off diving somewhere to try to uh, get plastic as we go diving. So I, I take these big bags out and try to fill them up every weekend. So, you know, you always have to pitch in and, and, and have a go and do something. So it's good fun.
0: Doug Witcher from the class of 1983, you are a good man. Well, I don't know if I'm a
1: good man. I try to be a good man. But, uh, you know, like, um, you know, there's lots of people that put uh, themselves out and do some great things for a lot of people. So I think that's a, um, you know, it's just you've got to give back and and sort of have a bit of a go and and make sure that um, people that aren't as privileged and as lucky as uh, I guess a lot of us going to Yarra Valley were, um, that they get a fair shot and, and get some opportunities as well.
0: I'm going to push you a little bit further because yes I agree with you a lot of people do see the value in, in giving back and, and making a contribution and, and helping people where they can but equally and and in fact we would we would find nowadays that seeking volunteers and asking for assistance is is actually getting harder and harder. but you are motivated to keep getting involved and and that list of things that you you're part of and have been part of. what is it that motivates you? Like, why do you do that? Why do you give up your time? Why do you uh, give your expertise and your passion to those variety of uh, initiatives?
1: Oh, I think you get something out of everything you do, so um, from my perspective you know, I've got a passion for sailing so I get involved in sailing charities Um, you know, with the Rural Fire Service, I live in the country, you know if there's going to be a fire, you may as well be out there having a go and keeping the community safe rather than sort of sitting back and and sort of uh, you know worrying and twiddling your thumbs on the couch. So so you know you get some skill development through it. Uh, you get some opportunities to network and meet other people. And and you know it's amazing um, when you know crisis does happen in the community, um, how people rally together and, and sort of put their heads together and sort of work through the challenges. And you know over over the years we've seen some horrendous things that have happened in, in the country and in our neighbouring countries. So it's always good that uh, you know you're at least prepared to get out there and have a go and, and be involved in those types of activities
0: yeah that's that's great and and I love that and that your message there is is relevant to our young people today that it yes you can influence and impact the people who you're uh, intentionally there to help but but there's benefits beyond that as well and and I I, I think that you wrap that up really quite beautifully because it's true that everything that we're involved in um pays us back in in a sense it no not only pays forward but can pay us back there are benefits in in saying yes
1: yeah i I guess so and look as a uh, as a recruiter i guess from uh, you know in a lot of roles i've done over the last 15 20 years you do look at uh, people and and you know what they actually do and how they contribute to the community and i think you know it, it it's uh everything comes around and You know, sometimes you might need a hand and at least there's someone, hopefully there'll be someone there for you, so.
0: Yes. Can I just pick up on your your thought about sailing for a moment and and you shared your interest and your passion and and your (laughs) endeavouring to to clean up the oceans. Presumably there's multiple layers of, of reason for that, but one of them is that's where you go sailing. Did sailing start for you while you were at Yarra?
1: Uh, look, it, um, I've sort of been involved with uh, water um, as a young man. Uh, my, my, my old man was a master mariner, so I grew up around boats and ships and and the like. And you know, uh, my dad lived on the beach, so um, surfing and scuba diving were pretty much uh, second nature. I didn't really get into scuba diving until uh, post um, Yarra Valley. I think uh, um, during my first year at university, I, I did a dive course, and I've pretty much kept diving since then. So. Got about thirty-five years diving, but um, sailing's been a lifetime passion, uh, and I guess uh, for me, it's um, it's, uh, it's 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 true me. Well, I've met some fantastic people and, and sailed, uh, had the opportunity to sail around the world on various um, different adventures and competitions. So it's 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 quite fun. It's good fun.
0: Wow, we, I, you have got a full life, and that is exciting. Um, can you narrow it down to your favourite? Uh, place to go sailing? Is there a particular standout moment, whether it be some of the sea life that got up close to you, or, or maybe the view that you saw, is there a, a favourite spot, maybe it's the colour of the water that made it so special?
1: I mean, there's been moments, um, you know, I've lo- I love sailing around the Sundays. I like the Pacific Islands, uh, which is quite pleasant, uh, you know, but I've sailed at night where, um, you know, the w- water's almost... Um, almost blue and, and sparkly, with almost luminescent, uh, you know. And you can't see, you can't distinguish the horizon because the reflection off the water is, is, is so clear and, and smooth. Bad day for sailing because there's no wind, but um, you know, a, a nice enjoyable moment. Um, obviously, when um, when uh, the, the animals and the um, and the marine life come up and uh, and they share um, their, their their time with you. That's quite special too with whales and dolphins and a whole range of other things occasionally that bump into your boat as you're sailing somewhere. So it's, it's, it's pleasant and it's nice and it's relaxing and the mobile phone doesn't work, which is just perfect for me.
0: <laughs> and you're now in Singapore and, and you've got water very close by, I, I imagine. Um, do you get sailing every weekend? Is that sort of part of your rhythm?
1: Well it's either sailing or, or scuba diving. I'm I'm here alone, so my family's back in Australia, so I've got to find things to do otherwise I, I get quite bored. So I, I um I get out and about and try to do something, so
0: yeah, that's great. That's great. Let me uh, bring you back to Yarra again for a moment. Do you have a favourite, a favourite place, a favourite part of the school, whether it's, you know, it might be sort of a general concept of being up on stage or it might be a specific location. Uh, it might be somewhere where you spent a lot of time. Is there a, a, a special place, a location within the property at Yarra Valley Grammar?
1: Um, look, I used to like uh, running around at lunchtime playing Mugby, which is a, a, a bastardised game of rugby, which seemed to be uh, gather the uh, the school groups together quite robustly and we were running around trying to break everyone else. Um, you know, like the bush area down the back of the school when I was there was uh, was quite pleasant, although it was banned during, except for cross-countries and other types of events. But, I mean, for us, uh, you know, look, I just like different places, you know, I like the drama room, you know, I didn't mind classrooms either, which I I think people might see that as a bit odd, because I wasn't I guess always scholastically focused, Um, you know, I got distracted sometimes in other activities Tell
0: me after you left Yarra, um, yep. did you go into uh, university, did you uh, go and work for, or travel, or what sort of happened as soon as you left Yarra?
1: I went to university. Um, went and studied uh, engineering initially at Monash and, uh, and uh, hung around there for a while until I got a job and uh, worked uh, for a chartered canning firm initially and then um, a water board in IT. So I was um, setting up IT systems and doing bits and pieces and and, uh, I sort of had an interest in law enforcement and I guess uh, search and rescue was my primary passion Uh, and I ended up joining Victoria Police around about uh, 1987.
0: Okay and you spent some time at the Police Academy in Glen Waverley?
1: I did. Uh, 18 weeks of torture and re-education.
0: So was it tough? Was it really, really hard back in the day?
1: Oh look! it's uh, we we were drilled continuously. I, I had a uh, actually a good guy. He was our drill instructor, but uh, he, he didn't like uh, anyone to say no, and uh, if he did, he made us run up and down the hills a few more times. So he uh, he got us uh, he got us quite fit and quite uh, practiced and uh, and focused on doing the right thing and and never saying no. So. And. From
0: that uh, involvement, and really, it sounds like you you are somebody who wants to help people, and and I guess that attracts you to uh, s- search and rescue, but also the police force. You yeah. you served as in in the Australian Police Force or the Victorian Police Force.
1: Yeah, I was with Victoria Police for about twenty years, and uh, and uh, I didn't do search and rescue. Unfortunately, uh, that wasn't available. Unfortunately, due to. Uh, due to not running the introductory courses, but I spent uh, a, a, quite a portion of my time with the crime squads. Um, homicide, I guess, uh, was where I spent quite a bit of my time in my uh, in later years in Victoria Police. And then I took a job with the Federal Police, so I went across to the Federal Police and I've worked um, primarily in, in national operations with the Federal Police until I got posted to Interpol. So I'm the Australian Federal Police Officer, seconded to Interpol from, uh, from Australia So. Here here I am.
0: And do you enjoy your job?
1: My job is daily of interest. Uh, You know, some jobs I like more than others. I I, I do like making a difference. Um, And sometimes you get caught up in projects and other activities that you sort of can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But the majority of my time has been focused on trying to keep people safe and and trying to make a difference and making the world a better place. Uh, I, I, I do enjoy my job.
0: It sounds like a pretty good mission and, uh, and, and one well worth investing time, but it has taken you away from your family at the moment. It has. What's the post uh, like in terms of Singapore? How long have you been there and how long are you expecting that you will be there?
1: Well, I'm on a three-year posting. Uh, I've been here 12 months. Uh, I don't see my family nearly enough, but, um, I, I, you know, I've got... Um, I've got a 19-year-old boy who's just finished school and I've got a a 16-year-old daughter who's in full-time ballet. So um, they've got their own lives now, so I don't uh, necessarily would see them at home either. Um, But, um, you know, my wife and I, um, we try to uh, balance everything and and maintain a a reasonable lifestyle. My wife was here for the week. She just went back yesterday. Um, So, uh, you know, we try to keep in touch and FaceTime or uh, messengers, uh, it, it makes it easier to communicate these days and the days of old.
0: So. For sure, and and I didn't necessarily expect to go down this path, but can you recall how many years have you been married?
1: Uh, 23 years.
0: And in some relationships, in some families, and, and unfortunately and sadly, it's becoming more and more the norm that... Um, those relationships those marriages don't last so long and and yet yours is what I would say right now at least has got some additional challenges um, on top of it what what's the secret?
1: Well, I think um, you know maintaining a dialogue and and uh, and talking through issues I mean uh, my wife um, is probably is, is, is uh, sorry my wife's uh, possibly my best friend she um, she and I can talk about pretty much everything, and uh, work through the challenges at, um, of of life. But um, well, the decision to come over here was uh, was a challenging one for both of us. Um, uh, but it was an opportunity that my wife uh, didn't want to prevent me from doing. It would have been nice to have her here, but I guess my daughter and, and her current focus uh, with her, with the dance uh, was important for her to have mum around too. So, you know, we we talked about it and we worked through those issues and. uh, Yes, it is a daily challenge, but uh, we seem to have a good dialogue and we talk through the challenges and and the issues as we go, so.
0: Fantastic, that's great. We're sitting down with Doug Witchie from the class of 1983 and uh, and Doug, as you've just heard, is is away from his family, away from uh, his beloved Australia. And, uh, and, and working in Singapore and, and serving in Singapore, really. Um, Doug, again, and, and I'll keep doing this, I just every now and then I'm going to bring you back into to Yarra because this, this podcast is called Inspired by Yarra and, and as you know, what we do is we sit down with Yarra old grammarians and, and we explore some of their memories of school life and then the twists and turns and where life has taken them since and, and you've certainly had many twists and turns along the way. But I want to test you for a moment and see whether you recall our school motto. I'm going to tell you what it is, and I want you to see if you can tell me uh, what it means, both literally what it meant (laughs) and what it means. And I can help you along the way if needs be. But lavavi Oculus, can you recall Uh, what that means? Oh,
1: gosh, here we go.
0: (laughs) If, if I was to say, to, to lift up your eyes.
1: To lift up your eyes, yeah.
0: Do you, do, does that, do you recall that? It does, yep. So if I offer that to you, and you can either put yourself back in as a, a 16, 18 year old back here at Yarra Valley Grammar, or maybe you can bring your current uh, experience and role and, uh, and life experience to, to the question. What does it mean to lift up your eyes?
1: Oh, look, from my, um, my perspective, I think um, you know, it's just to take life on and just just live it and just uh, th- to look out upon it and just just take it with all the passion and, and, and motivation that you can muster to really just live life and live to the full. That's, I guess, my, my thought. Uh, I think from Yarra Valley's days, it, uh, it, what I learnt, I think, most of all, is that uh, life's too short not to live a passion, and not to not to really have a go? And I've tried to distill that in my own children, uh, just to really sort of um, not get tied up into what they think is the status quo, but just to really share and explore opportunities, uh, and and to look at anything that is thrown their way. And, and and my daughter's pursuing that now with her with her ballet. You know, she she she's. Uh, you know, she doesn't. Uh, she's finished, um, I guess, high school. She finished at year ten, and she's just in full time dance now. But it's something that she wants to explore. We're encouraging her to explore and do those type of things. And with my son, he he's uh, he's into extreme sports. So he jumps off uh, mountains and and uh, paraglides, and he, he he does a bit of scuba diving with me. But you know, it's it's just about living his dream and, and where he wants to take it. So I think that's where I, what what uh, what I think the uh, the motto of the school sort of uh, distills for me, uh, and I hope my kids can uh, espouse and practice that uh, both in their lives and 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 potentially with their children as well.
0: That's fantastic, and and I guess. You're modelling that yourself as well. The opportunity to go to Singapore, um, the the notion of scuba diving and sailing and some of the, the, the adventure-type activities that you're part of. And so as a dad, you're modelling that for your own kids. And, and I mean, I, I imagine that you love it, but they're following in your footsteps. But the idea of jumping off cliffs, that, that worries me.
1: It does. It worries me too. So um, I think... Uh, I think at some point in time I'm going to have to give it a go, uh, reluctantly. Um, I, I prefer to have um, firm feet on the ground and environments that I can control. I've done some stupid things in the past. I have. I jumped off stupid tall buildings once with uh, abseiling, but I tell you, it's uh, it's something I fear and uh, uh, the heights and things. But my son seems to love it.
0: Goodness gracious! Well, I from my perspective, he can have it. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, school can have a, a strong influence on our character and our outlook on life, and I wonder whether you could describe the the bigger picture experience of Yarra and how that influenced your values. Oh,
1: look, I think um, you know I wasn't an overly uh, a religious person. I think um, I think the value set of the school. Uh, you know, it was really about integrity, trust, um, uh, to some extent, loyalty, um, and, and ensuring that you look out for each other. Um, but uh, and and obviously to be honest and, and 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 true to yourself and and your interactions with other people. I think um, they were values that I sort of uh, took from the school. I found um, the environment was quite conducive to learning. Um, and also um, really preparing ourselves quite well for, I guess, life, life after school. I mean, first year university was a bit of a shock. Um, you had no one telling you to get to class at university, and, um, and uh, I guess uh, it's, uh, it was quite a big culture shock from the Yarra Valley. But I, find, I found the value set and, and, and the environment at school um, quite positive. I look back fondly on my years at Yarra Valley.
0: Yeah, that's great. And what's your involvement with the school nowadays? Do you have connection with people who you ex- experience that part of your life with?
1: Well, never, never, never enough, I don't think. Um, obviously not living in Victoria anymore makes it a little bit challenging. Um, and even when I was at Victoria, mm-hmm. I went to a couple of the, um, um, the decade reunions. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess from a contact perspective, it's funny. I bump into people from Yarra Valley that uh, obviously I went at school with occasionally at, at various things. But uh, I guess um, you know life has taken me uh, to different directions in different places. So you know you build up networks and, and relationships um, depending on the environment you're in. So um, you know there was a couple of Victorian members. Actually, I bumped into um, um, Doug Fryer um, a couple of weeks ago and, and mentioned uh, mentioned Yarra Valley. We had a bit of a chat about that. So. You know, like, you bump into people occasionally through various work-type uh, engagements or social engagements or even even in the voluntary space. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I have any... Uh, well, I don't have an enduring relationship with anyone from Yarra Valley specifically, which is, I sure. guess, some some respects a bit unfortunate, but that's just the way it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I mentioned before that the twists and turns of life, and, and it seems to me that it, it's not... Uh, a deliberate or intentional lack of contact. It, uh, and in, in fact, you said you, you wish that you could have more. Um, and, and look, to be, to be fair, being part of this experience inspired by Yarra podcast, part of our intention is that we would uh, share these stories and that, that people from your generation, from your era um, will recall you and, and some of these same stories as well. And, uh, and, and again, it's another opportunity for our, our yog community to stay in touch. Hmm. Doug, from the class of 1983, I've got um, a, a, a set of quick, fast, short answer questions that I'm going to fire off at you, and uh, I just want you to share the first thing that pops into your head. Some of them okay. are going to be school-related, others uh, 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 perhaps a little bit broader, um, and as we sort of almost move towards bringing our time together as a close, to a tour close, but I wonder, let's begin with... Um, what house were you in when you were at Garrett?: Hughes. What would you likely open up in your lunchbox while you were here as a student?
1: Vegemite sandwich.
0: Did you make it?
1: Uh, sometimes.
0: <laughs> favourite subject?
1: Uh, I think, uh, maths with Mr Banks actually.
0: Okay, the choice between, what was your favourite, Aths, a uh, house Aths, or house swimming? Uh, Swimming. What was your first car that you owned?
1: Uh, HQ Holden, 2 tone (laughs) vocationer.
0: The best book you've ever read?
1: Oh, I reckon uh, Tolkien, Lord of the Rings would be up there.
0: Do you have a favourite movie?
1: Uh,
0: Highlander. Okay. And is there a habit or a routine, a rhythm that... Uh, you swear by that has kept you, whether it's a fitness routine or a, a, a mindfulness practice, or or maybe it's a, a encourage somebody every single day. Or do you have a, a habit that uh, that you would recommend?
1: Keep a smile on your face. Nothing in this on this planet can be as bad as it really is. It just next day is always going to be brighter. So those are right smiling.
0: Yeah, that's a terrific uh, a terrific approach give you the opportunity for a 30 second brag what's going really well for you right now
1: oh look i'm very honored and privileged to have a wonderful family and and my kids are just having a go and and, and trying to experience life which i think, um you know it's really great as a father um i'm you know very privileged and honored to be uh, posted to singapore with the australian federal police to interpol and that's been a, a, an amazing experience and amazing opportunity so look I'm, I'm i'm just pleased where i am at the moment i keep working and, and enjoying what i'm doing and and, uh, and you know get out scuba diving and sailing as much as i can every weekend so it's uh you know i'm, a, I'm living a privileged life
0: sounds like you've got a pretty good balance going on there and uh, and 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 i appreciate also your humility to recognize that that it is a privilege hmm. Yeah, that's great. I wonder if you can recall, um, as, as you know, this podcast is called Inspired by Yarra. And whether or not you can recall, uh, whether it's a moment, uh, something that somebody said, whether it was a person uh, or an experience that you had that you would say was inspirational to you while you were here at Yarra.
1: I think there were two people that actually were quite a, a big influence on me. Ian Banks, um, a maths teacher, but he was also the footy coach. And we used to do this thing called Banks's Box, where you sort of jog one half of the, the, the square and then sprint at the other half. And I remember a couple of times thinking, oh, I just can't do this. But it was amazing when uh, Ian, Ian Banks was sort of jumping up and down and, and, and yelling at you, you seemed to, to lift. And I guess Norman Maggs, who was actually the rugby Rugby coach there, and and, uh, and and he was he he was a he was a lovely bloke to you know spend time with and have a chat to, and and you and, uh, know and, and he had a very great passion for rugby and taught me the game as a schoolboy. So that was a, that was an interesting experience as well. So two guys I think that um, sort of you know gave it their all and, and, and took a, a keen interest for, from the students. I think it was left a lasting impression from those.
0: Yeah, they're beautiful memories. Beautiful memories, and if I can uh, invite you to, as we as we uh, draw our time together as a uh, to a close, and that is either the best advice that you ever received, or some advice that you might have for our rather broad audience, broad in terms of generationally. You know, we we have. Uh, parents who are Yarra Old Grammarians, we've got current parents, we've got current students who are part of our audience as well. Also, many of our current teaching staff and our former staff uh, tune in from time to time as well. Any advice, either advice you received that's worth passing on or make up your own?
1: Well, look, I think from my perspective, and I guess uh, this comes from my uh, professional background, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it simple as that you know sometimes you get that niggling feeling in your stomach and it doesn't feel right think about doing it unless it's the right thing to do and then just do it anyway
0: (laughs) and that's where that's where the 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 real challenge of life comes how how do you discern which is which very much so yes doug Witchie from the class of 1983 it's been a delight thank you for your time thanks for making this work um Calling in from Singapore and uh, it's terrific that you've been able to fit us in. So we uh, we salute you. We thank you um, On this inspired by Yara podcast. You are somebody who It seems has been inspired by Yara, but continues to be an inspiration to us So thank you for sharing your stories and for, for the time that you've given us today
1: Well, look, Paul, thanks so much for your time and and really i'm, I'm humbled uh, with, with the, the, uh, the gratitude there but uh, Really, I'm, I'm, I've been lucky and and uh, and I've had a, a great start with Yarra Valley, so thanks again.
0: Terrific. Thanks very much. Well, that wraps up another episode of Inspired by Yarra. I hope you found that interesting. What a guy, what a good guy. One of the good guys, Doug Wichy, and and just so prepared to um, eke out the moments and the memories in his own journey but also enable his family to make the most of their experiences as well. Just loved his passion for helping others, enjoying it along the way, but traveling around the world and pursuing his passion. Just fantastic. You can find out more about Doug and our other podcasts guests at underneath the community section at the website yvg.vic Dot edu.au. We'd love you to leave us a rating on review wherever you found us, whether it's on Spotify or Stitcher Radio, maybe it's on Apple iTunes or, or, or the, your podcast player, wherever it is that you found us. Give us some love. Share this episode with somebody else. Um, the more our audience grows, the easier it is for more people to find us. Encourage you t- as a Yog, if you are a YOG, to stay connected on LinkedIn under the Yarra Old Grammarians Connect. It's a great way to stay in touch. And I hope you'll join us again next week when we sit down with another Yarra Old Grammarian. My name's Paul Joy, and on behalf of everybody here at Yarra, and all who are integral in bringing these episodes to you, I want to wish you another day of inspiration where you get out there with intentionality to make a positive impact in the world around you. You.